Good morning. It is 4.31 and I decided to do a podcast or start a podcast or start this episode of podcast. Uh, this is F it. F it is uh, basically me saying, fuck it. I'm doing a podcast. We do pop culture, English movies. We talk about all kinds of shit. Current events, that kind of thing. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk about movies because I sometimes talk about how much I love movies and how much uh, of a strong therapy, stress reliever they've been, whether they're anything. Uh, it has been a crazy. It's been an exhausting year for me. I'm uh, getting through that, but I've already talked about that to death. So this is all about movies, TV and whatnot, and what I've seen, and my thoughts on reactions to things. I got to watch Shazam! Fear of the Gods and uh, Quantumania in the past uh, week. And honestly... I can say that uh, there is a serious problem that we are having in this country when it comes to TV and movies. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it just seems as if people have forgot how to enjoy anything. I know the pandemic, Trump getting elected, Trump getting indicted, all manner of evil that has come to take the throne that Trump uh, shitted across, and I know that Democrats are complacent when it comes to any kind of change, as the current, uh, no one's challenging the, uh, Democratic president at all because they don't think they have any chance. Honestly, it uh, I hate to get on a rant. I'm going to sidebar here. It doesn't matter when it comes to if a Democrat could actually get a bunch of people to go, hey, he's, he's something different. Maybe we need to go with this liberal. It doesn't matter with that. This country is going to be basically siding along with whatever sticks. Republicans do the same thing and Democrats really do the same thing. They don't no longer think about, hey, let's do some change. Let's make that change that we talk about every election. Let's do something different that doesn't sound basic and mid- mediocre, if you will. Let's not be like Republicans, where we're holding on to Trump. Because when you look at it, Republicans are no different than Democrats when it comes to their idol worship. They just don't own hats and t-shirts and flags supporting I see 
a serious change long after a lot of us are gone from our youth. Gen Z and everyone under them is tired and they don't nothing they don't understand. They didn't grow up hearing their granddaddy talk about black people and Mexicans and Latinos and and any brown person and hating on them. They didn't grow up like that. They grew up seeing a person for what they are and maybe sadly what kind of influence they can bring. Doesn't make a good TikTok. But they don't like going to school and getting shot. And they don't like old, tired, white guys telling them that they can't talk about history. Whether it's another minority history or whether it's black history. They don't like that. Those type of people are the type of people that they don't listen to at the family reunion. They avoid at the family reunion. I mean, what kind of young person in their teens is going to go up to grandpa and hear what the fuck is coming out of his fucking mouth at Thanksgiving dinner when it comes to politics or when it comes to just whatever is going on? Because... Sadly, old folks, I hate to tell you, no one gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck what you have to say anymore. Ever. I know old people like Trump and any MAGA conservatives, old Democrats like Dianne Feinstein, if she talks. I mean, they're just wheeling around like the emperor now. But anyway, kids don't care about that shit. They really fucking don't. Teenagers today care about a leader that's going to let them survive, let them move forward. Let them stay around. They definitely don't give two fucks and definitely don't want the voice of their country to be some mediocre white guy who's racist, Nazi-loving, cosplay Nazi fascist, telling them what they can't do with their bodies, telling them what they can't say, telling them what they can't be about because who wants that shit when I was young I did not when I was in high school I wasn't gravitating toward whatever politician was what's going on today I knew two things because my politics weren't that great but I knew two things Reagan was tired. Bush was really tired. And he was a great impersonation on Saturday Night Live. 
There's three. And Bill Clinton played a saxophone. I didn't care about how things were going on in the world. Because I knew that we didn't allow fucking nut jobs to run rampant in this country. We didn't allow someone to vote a Klan's member as President of the United States. And we didn't let some C-word racist spew her bullshit and try to call it normal and try to normalize it. They didn't allow that because as crazy as things got politically, we weren't going to go that far. It just wasn't happening. But a black man put on a tan suit, became president, and suddenly the higher up racist, all the oligarchs want to hold on to their money and power and privilege thought let's let a raccoon let's throw a raccoon into the White House he'll do all we can he'll help us out it'll be great but enough about politics that's all my take on it Oh, and another thing. Pay the fucking writers. Because they're the reason why we watch the stuff we watch. They're the reason why we watch Succession, Snowfall, Barry. They're the reason why we watch MCU films. They're the reason why we watch horror films. They watch sci-fi films. Also, fuck Ryan DeSantis. And anyone who wants to control women's bodies, any person who is trans or LGBTQ, and any black or brown person that has a voice in this country, they can all kick rocks and fuck themselves. Now let's talk about movies. Uh... To my point about Marvel and DC, I watched Fury of Suzanne and I watched Quantumania, like I said before I jumped on that rant, and I liked both of them a lot. Not Winter Soldier, Black Panther Wakanda Forever a lot, but I liked it a lot. I didn't see anything wrong with it, because... I've been around for 51 years, and when I say I've seen some shit, I've seen some shit. And so it kind of pisses me off when some chuckle fuck on YouTube wants to screenshot or do his little screen when I scroll on YouTube. Of his face all wide and his eyes open and his hands on his face like Macaulay Culkin. And he says, 
Oh my god, Quantumania was bad. Or, oh my god, Fast and Furious X was bad. Oh my god. The trailer to the Marvels. I'm just tired of all that. I'm really tired of all that. And one day, the world's going to come around and be tired of it too. And then the grift that these people have, and believe me, it's a grift, is going to be gone. No longer are we going to be, no longer are they, because I'm fucking, I'm over that shit. No longer are you going to hear people needing to know the fucking opinions of Atomic Dog, Mad Dog. Bullshit 2020. On what he has to think about an MC or DC film. DC is finally getting themselves straight. And Marvel needs to watch out because James Gunn has a plan. He's getting ready to turn their space division, space area, into a magical landscape. Kind of what he wanted to do. I'm pretty sure with uh, the MCU. But that little hiccup, that little hiccup that happened when they decided to listen to the fucking opinion of a Fox random bullshitter over James Gunn and totally fuck their plans up was the start of it. But I digress. It's the, the point I'm trying to make here is enjoy what you enjoy. There's nothing wrong with those two films. I haven't seen Shazam yet. And I can tell you right now, I'm not too impressed with Shazam. So it goes beyond just being poorly written. It also goes beyond direction and follow-up. I don't think... Whoever was in charge of DC at the time before James Gunn, I don't think they were fucking realizing realizing what they were doing. It just doesn't make sense to me. I think that DC is on the right path. And I think also that Marvel is slowly getting their footing back. And the Marvel that we know and love is going to return with a vengeance. Whether Jonathan Majors is Kang or whether Desmond Damon Edris is Kang. Because I like to see that happen. I'm also drinking coffee because it's late night. This is what I do. So the point is, it's just crazy to me. The two reactionary, two self-absorbed, when it comes to Movies of late. I would love to see a reviewer actually review a movie and give some kind of love and attention to it. 
you know, some reviewer get on, get on their YouTube and the Twitch and say, I really like that movie. And I'm not going to fall in line because of a Rotten Tomato. And I'm not going to bury it because it'll get me clicks and likes. I'm going to honestly say what I think about it. Because honesty doesn't exist too much when it comes to reviewing a movie. It doesn't make sense. I watch a lot of shit. When I'm off, I... It's tough for me, mentally and physically. My nights, working nights, I don't get to see my kids and my family a lot. Sidebar. And all I seem to do is sleep because when you work a 12 hour work week, it kicks my ass. I'm 51 years old and 12 hour work weeks do me in really good. I go through four days, 12 hours, and when I finally get to my off day, I practically am so fucking tired that first day, I can barely muster a game of taxi or horseback ride with my kids. It's tough. And I watch movies. I have found myself really loving going to Tubi and finding obscure films. One obscure film that I didn't know was going to be on Tubi that I haven't seen in years. And it hits real different now is Night Patrol. Night Patrol, I want to say don't quote me on it came out in the early 80s it featured a guy named Mary Langston who was known as the unknown comic he was a comedian who get this he is a comedian who wore a paper sack over his head and he told sort of Henny Goodman dirty jokes Henny Goodman google it and for a minute, for a good hot minute, he was popular. He was on the Gong Show. Google it. By the way, it's a, it's a show. I'm not going to Google it. Just Google it. And uh, he got a movie. Because that's what you did in the 80s. Some random comedian could suddenly get a movie. And that's hot. That's what happens. It's kind of like how Up the Academy happened. You know, Mad TV, Mad TV, Mad Magazine, pre-Mad TV, did a little movie called Up the Academy. It was terrible, by the way. But I liked it because it was just so nostalgic to me. And 
it was titillating watching Barbara Bach prance around and as a teacher in those classes. And Stacy Noken. But anyway, Night Patrol. Watch it because I, I'm bearing the lead here. Linda Blair is also in this movie. And she plays the supporting nice girl role. And it's a far jump, far degree from her uh, film debut as Reagan in The Exorcist. And I love her. She's awesome. She's an amazing lady. Probably one of my favorite uh, sci-fi horror horror final girls. I can't really call her a final girl. Because she was the villain. Uh, But she was great. She's like my top top five. She's been my top pick when it comes to evil women that are amazing. In what they do. Uh, Felissa Rose. Who played Angela at Sleepaway Camp. Would be another one. Uh, But Linda Blair. Is great in this film. She got to show. Why. She's. Rick James' girlfriend at one point. And. uh, Yeah she was looking hot in this film. But. It's filled with so many skits. So many problematic not suited for now skits and jokes that would not fly it's just it's it's crazy but Tubi also has tons of films from canon American Ninja I think they have all the American Ninjas they have a ton of canon films uh, lots of Chuck Norris, tons of short Norris, Shogutsuki ninja films, some good shit. And they also have the entire run from Andy Sidaris. I think I've mentioned Andy Sidaris in a previous podcast episode, if you've been following at all. Uh, look it up. But the Stars films were great action action moves great action comedies I call them comedies now and uh they're uh they have soft core stuff in them but at the same time it's the titillation that this that the films bring also on Tubi uh Silva Danning horror fans know Silva Danning did a movie called Playing With Fire. Uh, this was back in the 80s when there were a string of films that were involving teacher student seduction. And we see that in reality now, and it's creepy as fuck. And even back then, it was creepy as fuck. But there's a big difference when it comes to uh, there's a big difference when it comes to uh, 
can I say? There's a big difference when it comes to 80s films. Because everybody that played the role of teenager was 25. So it was more silly when you'd watch the films and go, that dude is so 25. But I guess this is for the 80s. It's the 80s. Yeah, we didn't have kids play kids like they do now. Our high schoolers were all 25. Our college students were in their 40s. There was rarely a TV show or horror film. There's rarely a horror film or sex comedy where anyone was young. In them. If there were, it didn't become problematic, if you will. Not in themes of what that is, anyway. But yeah, Tubi is the place to go to. I also find myself watching HBO Max. I refuse to call it Max because I just feel that we're pushing ourselves further down the hill, like Greg Abbott rolling down one uh, of idiocracy. And I'm calling it HBO Max. I would go one step further and just call it HBO, but I'm calling it HBO Max. And I like it. It has few TV shows on it that I like to watch. For a while, I was hooked on snow, hooked on Snowfall, hooked on Hulu because of Snowfall. So I stayed on Hulu quite abundance. And I enjoy my Disney stuff. I I like Disney. I've noticed that there's podcasts that have a really bad taste in the mouth when they say Disney. Oh, what's on Disney Plus? They they make it sound like it's what's on shit when they say it. Like they hate that. Any young twenty five to thirty year old podcaster that's a guy. They're going to do three things. They're going to shit on a children's show. Unless it's a nostalgia thing that they like. And they're going to hate on a Marvel. If it involves a woman superhero. And, and they're also going to not talk about any shows with weight and substance. You know, that's good to watch. They're going to focus on bullshit. Just my opinion. I've read on long enough about movies and TV and whatever. I've gone on so many tangents. I'm sorry for that, but it is what it is. It's almost five in the morning. I think you've heard me long enough. But let me cap this by saying May has been Mental Health Awareness Month. For mental health, I am trying to uh, get on a waiting list for a therapist so I can finally see a therapist. I think it's something that uh, 
has always needed to happen for me and for anyone else. You know, it's just it's just something that needs to happen. And uh, I know a lot of my friends are out there struggling in some form or fashion. And it doesn't seem sometimes that they're not going to have anyone to help them out. But you are not alone in this. You are not alone. And I'm going to start a whole part two where I'm going to talk about mental health awareness. And I just wanted to say, uh, for right now, this has been Effit. I'm doing a podcast. Have a great day and take care of yourselves.